Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Uncomfortable for Christ podcast. Hey, listen, my name is Aswin Johnson, and I'm your host, and I'm so grateful that you stopped by again. Hey, I've got a good episode for you today. I want to talk about something that makes people uncomfortable. So today we're going to talk about get uncomfortable and abolish racism from your heart. Get uncomfortable and abolish racism from your heart. (laughs) Man, you know, I've been wanting to talk about this for quite a while. And today's the day I was thinking about, you know, well, what is racism? So I went to some sources, you know, some really trusted sources. And I said, let me see what they have to say. So the first source I went to was the Oxford Dictionary. Uh, Very well respected. And it, it says this, it says it defines racism as prejudice, discrimination or antagonism directed against someone of a different race. Now, this is based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So then I said, well, let's take a look at another source. So I said, well, you know, Wikipedia is really popular. So I check Wikipedia. Now, Wikipedia says that racism is the scientifically false belief that groups of humans possess different behavioral traits corresponding to physical appearance and it can be divided based on the superiority of one race over another. So finally, I took a look at uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a super popular uh, dictionary to see what it said racism is. So Webster's Dictionary says that racism is a belief that race is a fundamental determinant of human traits and capacities that racial difference produce an inherent superiority of one particular race. Hmm. So those are uh, three definitions from three popular sources of what racism is and what i can conclude from reading all three of them is that i think they're all wrong i think all three of them are completely wrong and so let me tell you why i think they're wrong because here's what racism really is racism is a sin that's what racism is it's a sin and so You know, we can uh, try to stay in in sort of this macro view of what racism is, that it's uh, someone who thinks their race is superior to another. And and we can think, you know, stay up again, way over top everything where we think that, oh, this is just, you know, about skin color and this is just about uh, superiority. But really, when we dig deep, into what racism is at the core racism is sin that's what it is racism is a sin and you know we know a sin well that's a you know that's a that's a transgression you know it's an act 
uh, that that goes against the law of God, you know, the rule of God, the authority of God. I mean, that's 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 what a sin is. Uh, a, a sin is also rebellion against God. So it's rebelling against God. And that's what racism does. It goes against the rule of God, the law of God. That's what racism does. You know, uh, as I think about it even more, racism is in direct contrast with what Jesus said is the greatest two commandments. And, and you know, this is found in the book of Mark, uh, chapter 12, and it's uh, verses 28 through 31. And so I, I'm going to read that. It says, uh, you know, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. So Jesus was having a conversation uh, with some of the Sadducees, which is one of the uh, religious groups. Uh, if you'll remember, the Sadducees are the religious groups. They don't they don't believe in uh, the resurrection and they only believe in the first uh, five books of the Bible, which are are called the books of Moses or you know, for Bible scholars, the, the Pentateuch. So that's all they believe in and they don't believe in the resurrection. And so they were having a discussion or a debate uh, with Jesus. And, and one of the guys comes up and he, he noticed that Jesus had given them some good answers. And here's what he asked. He asked, of all the commandments, which is the most important? Verse 29 says, the most important one, Jesus answered, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. Verse 30 says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and all your strength. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater command than these. Wow. So Jesus gives for them. They, they were asking, well, hey, you know, of all the commandments, what, what's the greatest? And Jesus tells them, here's the two greatest. It's first that you love the Lord thy God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and with all your strength. And so that points to putting God in first place in our lives. Yeah, that points to putting God in first place. And then Jesus says, the second is this, that so, so once you do that, once you put God in first place and you love him with your, with your soul, your mind, your body, your strength, he says, then I want you to love your neighbor as yourself, love your neighbor just like you love your own self, right? And he says, these two are the greatest commandments. And so uh, let's look at, well, well, who is our neighbor, right? And th that's an important thing. When, if we're going to talk about uh, abolishing racism is to find out who is our neighbor, who, who, who is Jesus commanding that we love just like we love ourselves. Well, I can tell you this, your neighbor is everyone around you. 
It's everyone around you. It's everyone around you whom you can share the love of God with them. And that is regardless of their race, their sex, their whatever other categories you want to place people in. It's it doesn't matter because that's your neighbor. That's who your neighbor is. And God's telling you to love them and to love them as yourself. We are to be we're to love our neighbors and to be concerned and attentive to their spiritual needs and their physical needs. So God has given us work to do. Listen, to abolish racism and to fulfill these two commandments, it's going to require work. It's going to require you to get uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, and that, that that's the whole point of this podcast is that we tackle things that are that that don't make us comfortable all the time. Listen, racism at its heart is a spiritual problem of sin. It's not a it's not a natural problem. It's not that oh man, when I look at black people, uh I don't like them. Or I look at uh Asian people, I don't like them. No, that that that's not what it is. It's not just merely skin deep. The problem of racism is a spiritual problem of sin. Now, let me give you scripture to back up what I'm saying. The Bible says in Ephesians 6:12 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when when someone hates me, they don't even know me, but when someone hates me, that that that's a deeper issue than they they hate me just because I'm a black man. That's a deeper issue than they hate you just because you're a white woman. Just because you're a Native American man. It's a much deeper issue. It, it's an issue of evil. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it really is. And the enemy, who is, who is the devil, what he wants to do is divide people. He's, he's the great divider. That's what he wants to do. So he wants to point out differences in, uh, in, in race, differences in class, differences in gender, all types of things because the enemy wants us to be divided. That's what he wants because it's it's uh, antithetical to what Christ has done for us. Christ has brought us together. So the enemy wants to do uh, the exact opposite. And uh, if we're going to deal with racism, well, first of all, only a believer can truly fight against racism. Only someone who is saved, only someone who uh, has accepted Jesus Christ and the pardon of their sin can really fight 
against racism. You know, uh, people hold symposiums and they have conference calls and they do Zoom meetings to try to talk and put an end to racism. Well, the truth is you can save your breath if that's your only approach. You can save your breath. You can, you can, you can save the Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, you can, you can suspend setting up all the technology. If your only approach is to talk about racism, right? Ah, that that that's not going to fix the problem. Let me go even deeper. If your approach is only to uh, protest and only to uh, uh, hold rallies and hold marches to march in front of the Capitol. If that's if that's your only approach to end racism, let me tell you, it's not going to work. <laughs> it might broad bring attention to racism, but it's not going to solve the issue of racism. It's not going to solve it. What solves the issue issue of racism is to be changed by the Lord. And the way that you're changed by the Lord is to become adopted into his family, that you become saved. Listen, the Bible says it this way. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, if any man or woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If any man be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. And so that comes down to what our true identity is. Our true identity is not your race. Your true identity is not your gender. Your true identity, if you've been saved, is that you are a new creature, that Christ has come into your life and made everything new. Uh, the Bible also says in Ephesians 4 and 22, it says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corruptible, I'm sorry, which is corrupted by lust and deception. So the Bible says to throw off, throw it off, get rid of it, your old sinful nature and your former way of life. See, and that speaks to what racism is. Racism is sin. That's what racism is. Racism is a sin problem. It's not a, it's not a people problem. <laughs> it's not a skin color issue, man. It's a sin problem. That's what it is. And so if we are going to, uh, abolish racism because that that's the that's the name of today's podcast is to get uncomfortable and listen to this and abolish racism in your heart <laughs> you notice i didn't say hey get uncomfortable and tell the uh tell the government to make new laws about racism um get uncomfortable and 
um, uh, you know, uh, tell the president to do his job better when it comes to race. Right. I, I didn't I didn't say any of those things. I, I said, get uncomfortable and abolish racism in your heart. Right. Make sure that you are not harboring racist views. Yeah. So, so listen, let, let's break that down. Well, well, what does it mean to abolish something, right? It means to formally put it into something. That's it. Not going to happen again. To formally put it into something. So how do you do that? Well, you do that, number one, the, the, the way that you can abolish racism in your heart is for your heart to be changed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ for you to be saved. See that that's step number one. That's step number one. Now, the second step is so. So once you're saved, it's it's to pray. And, and this is exactly what I did. I, I began to pray and I said, and it wasn't because, um, you know, there was something going on or I was upset or something about something. But sometimes we have to check our own selves. And I said, I began to pray and I said, Lord, if there's any racism in my heart, I ask you to remove it because I want to love my neighbor as I love myself. And I don't want to be harboring something in my heart. So that's step two. First is to belong to the Lord. Step two is to pray and ask God to remove any shred of racism from your heart. Now, the next step is to spend more and more time with the Lord, right? I want to grow more like the Lord and less like my flesh. And so what I do, especially uh, in the mornings, every morning, before anything else, I get on my knees and I pray and I read my Bible because prayer is communication with the Lord. And so every day I want to grow more and more like the Lord. And, and let me say something uh, also, you know, one of the things that I hear and, and it's troubling, you know, I hear a lot of people and I'm talking about Christian people. They they say, oh, man. Look how they doing our people. You know, look how they're doing us. And then I hear people say, uh, you know, they always think we the ones that's racist. You know, I hear all of these different views. And so what I had to do was I, I wanted to stop if I was doing it, grouping myself with everybody right with us look how they doing us right look how they look how they treat us right when the truth is is that i belong to christ and just as his word says i am a new creature behold old things have passed away and behold all things are new and so Listen, we may see things in the world that, that go on and sometimes they're horrible things, but 
I had to stop thinking, well, look how they're doing us because I belong to Christ. He is the head of my life. And I'm not going to sit here and try to make you think that that every day is is sunshine and roses. Right. But even on the worst days of my life, God is still in charge and God is still in control. And the Bible says that all things work together for good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so even if I'm touched by racism, even if I someone hates me because of the color of my skin, that's still going to work for my good because God said all things work together for good. Them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And so I want to let you know today that even though racism exists, we still have a hope. God has still given us a future. And what we have to do is make sure that we abolish racism from our heart, that we ask God to cleanse us. And then once we do that, now we can go and help somebody else. We can share our testimony that, hey, you know what? There were times when I saw images, I got upset. There were times when when someone of a different race cut me off in traffic and, and I got upset with them, uh, not because they cut me off in traffic, but because of the color of their skin, right? There were times when I thought that someone of a different race was, was getting an advantage that I thought I didn't have and it upset me. Be honest with yourself, right? But now that you've asked God to remove uh, racism from your heart, to abolish it from your heart, you share your testimony to someone else, right? Because the problem of racism is sin. And the, if we want to get rid of racism, we need to take folks to Jesus. We talked about that uh, in our last podcast about taking folks to Jesus, to take them to the Lord so that he can save them, so that he can clean them, so that he can cleanse them. <laughs> oh man, this is just getting good, but I got to go. I, I, uh, that That's all my time for today. Listen, we're going to pick this up. Uh, at another time, uh, I'm so grateful for all of you. You know, this is a uh, this is a really juicy topic, and I would love for you all to leave me a comment so that uh, I know uh, how you feel about this. Hey, let's let's chop it up. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know, this I, I've enjoyed this. Listen, I've got something else that I want you to enjoy, and it is my new book, Automatic defeat temptation with an automatic biblical response. And if you haven't gotten your copy yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. You know, one of the biggest compliments uh, that I get about this book, and it's all to God's glory, is how easy of a read it is. And I promise you that was intentional when I wrote it to make it an easy, fun read. And I want you to learn how to defeat temptation in your own life. Hey, once you pick up a copy, go to my website, 
aswinjohnson.com. You can grab a copy there. You can even grab an autographed copy. I would love to sign it for you. Also, if you have an Amazon account, you can go to amazon.com uh, and pick up a copy there. Uh, it's also available uh, at gladtidingsbookstore.com. Uh, so you can get it there also. Listen, grab a copy. I want to talk to you about it and I want you to be blessed by it. Listen, I'm so blessed that you listened to this podcast today. It was so fun for me. And we'll see you next time as we together get uncomfortable for Christ. God bless you.